Hello! Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called Don McPond, Turtle Detective, an original story inspired by Donald J. Sobel's beloved Encyclopedia Brown series, written for you by Daniel Hines. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and get every episode ad-free and a week early, subscribe to our Wondery Plus Kids feed on iTunes or your Apple Podcast app. In case you missed it, Dan and I have a new show. On Stories RPG, we play games just like Starsworn with all your Max Good Name friends and Giga City Guardians featuring the brilliant Firefly. Click the link in the episode description or go to patreon.com slash stories RPG to get ad-free episodes, play-along games, and coloring books. We've already got a bunch of episodes over there, so check them out now. We have Stories Podcast merch available at storiespodcast.com slash shop. We're also on Cameo for all of your personalized video message needs. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Stories Podcast. If you send us a drawing of your favorite scene or character, we'll share it on our feed. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, grown-ups! On the Nintendo Switch system, there's so many worlds you can explore. Like Hyrule, where I can fight enemies and save the kingdom with Link. <laughs> That sounds adventurous! Or my very own island in Animal Crossing New Horizons, where I can fish whenever I want. Whoa! Look at the size of that thing! You can find even more worlds to explore on the Nintendo Switch system. Games rated E to E10+. Games and systems sold separately. Thanks! Enjoy the episode! Don McPond, Turtle Detective Once upon a time, in a busy bit of neighborhood woods, there lived a turtle named Don McPond. He looked like any other turtle, roundish, greenish, and slowish, but appearances can be deceiving. Sure, he couldn't move any faster than any other turtle, but his brain? That went a mile a minute. His brain caught information like a spiderweb caught bugs. He could hear a fact once, and three months later you could say, Hey Don, what's the capital of Mozambique? And without breaking his very slow stride, he'd reply, Maputo. Which is, of course, the correct answer. This amazing ability, coupled with Don McPond's natural love of fairness, made him the best private detective in the entire town. Animals would come from all over with their mysteries, and no matter how tricky the case, Don cracked it faster than a squirrel with a nut. To make himself easy to find, he had set up his detective agency in the middle of the woody patch between some houses and the town forest. There was a hollow tree stump he had made his office, and outside hung his sign, written in Don's own slow and careful handwriting. It read, Don McPond, Turtle Detective. All animals welcome. 25 grapes per case. No biting. The cost was grapes because that was Don McPond's favorite food. It was 25 grapes because that's how many he could eat in a day. The no biting rule was added last after he had caught a wolf in a lie and gotten a chomp for his trouble. Of course, his shell kept him safe, but all the same, it seemed prudent to add. Prudent is a word that means wise and careful, 
which describes Don McPond just about perfectly. One fine afternoon, the weather had turned unseasonably warm for winter. All the snow melted away like dreams in the morning, and the ground was warm and squishy. The sun shone bright and yellow through a clear blue sky, and the forest was alive with the sound of animals rousing from their winter naps. Birds bustled, bugs buzzed, and bunnies bounced. Don McPond kicked back in his stump office, reading an encyclopedia and eating sunflower seeds, spitting the shells out onto the ground. Um, hello? came a gentle voice. Don McPond put down his book and peered over the edge of his stump. Below, there was a little orange cat with a little orange collar. Being on the edge of a neighborhood, Don got pets and wild animals both, and he treated them all the same. Good morning, he said. What can I help you with? I'm Tiger, said the cat. You're Don McPond Turtle Detective, right? Sure as shells, Don said with a smile. I was wondering if you could help me with a case. A case? asked Don, getting excited. Of course. Is it a kidnapping? Or maybe blackmail? A thief, actually, said Tiger. A thief, Don exclaimed. What did they steal? Crown jewels? Prized paintings? Your great-great-grandmother's irreplaceable locket? Worse, said Tiger. Her big eyes seemed very sad. Someone stole my popsicle! <gasps> a popsicle? Who would do such a thing? The scoundrels! Well, I'm hoping you can help me figure it out, said Tiger. Here, I brought your payment. She picked up a big bunch of green grapes in her mouth and dropped them in the stump. Is that enough? Don dusted off the grapes and put them into a wooden bowl. He counted 23 grapes in the bunch, but that was close enough. Tiger, you've got yourself a detective. Hooray, meowed the cat. Follow me and I'll tell you all the details. Let's go, said Don. He came out of his stump and flipped his sign over. On the other side, it read, Closed, or working on a case, or in the bathroom. Come back tomorrow, or tonight, or in five minutes. Together, Don McPond and Tiger the Cat set off through the trees. Tiger got bored of waiting for Don to catch up, and eventually ended up laying on his shell and giving him directions as he walked along in the sun. So, what happened? asked Don. Tell me everything. Um, it's a left at the oak tree, said Tiger. And I don't know. It all started normally enough. Since it was so sunny, I decided to have a picnic with a few of my friends. I had popsicles for everyone, but I had one special green pop for myself. After lunch, everyone had their pops, but when I went to eat mine, it was gone. Hmm, said Don McPond. Was anyone else around? No, we were in my friend Leroy's backyard. And take a right at that stop sign. Well then, I'm sorry to say, 
But your friends are the prime suspects. Who all was there? I thought so too, but I feel terrible accusing any of them, Tiger said, and then she stretched in the sun. Well, it was me, Leroy the dog, Bandit the raccoon, and Obi the owl. That's them, just up ahead. Tiger leapt off Don McPon's shell, and they approached the little group of animals gathered around an old cooler. I got my detective, the cat crowed. So now we're going to figure out which one of you stole my green popsicle. It wasn't me, said Leroy, licking his chops. Uh, I, I wouldn't steal from a friend, said Bandit, smoothing his whiskers. I don't even like green popsicles, added Obi the owl. The three of them were standing around a cooler. Inside were the slushy remains of mostly melted ice and a few licked clean popsicle sticks. Not to worry, said Don McPond. Just everyone relax and let me take a look around. The animals nodded and sat back, watching the turtle detective intently. Don examined the popsicle sticks and saw plenty stained red and blue and yellow, with only lonely green right in the middle. So there was just one green pop then, he said. Right, Tiger said. I brought all the popsicles from my house, but I only had one green left because they're my favorite. I told everyone else not to eat it, and they promised. And I kept my promise, said Obi the owl. Did you all eat them together? Don asked. Oh, no, said Bandit the raccoon. We were playing a game, and we just went and had a pop when it wasn't our turn. So you were all alone with the popsicles at least once. Uh, yup, said Leroy the dog. We just came to the cooler and had a couple of pops. Interesting, interesting, said Don McPond. Now, I'll need to know what pops you ate, and I'll need to see your tongues. Their tongues? asked Tiger. That's right. Bandit, if you wouldn't mind going first. The raccoon shrugged and stepped up. Ah, uh, I just had some of the blue. I think they're raspberry flavored, and they're my favorite. He stuck out his tongue, and sure enough, it was tinted faintly blue. Good, good, said Don McPond. Now, Leroy. The dog grinned up at him, his floppy ears nearly covering his eyes. I had a couple yellow pops, but I don't really lick them much. I mostly just like to chew them up. He stuck out his tongue, and it was the same dark red as always. Looking good, but watch the drool, Don said, stepping back from the slobbery dog. Now, Obi, if you don't mind. This is silly. I didn't eat her pop. Then show me your tongue, said Tiger, suddenly suspicious. I had a yellow pop and a blue pop, said Obi. I don't even like lime. He stuck out his tongue and the animals gasped. Green, shouted Tiger. His tongue is green. Thief, thief. I am not shouted Obi. I didn't. Oh, you have been caught red-handed and green-tongued, said Bandit. Calm down, said Don. Calm down. I've cracked the case. I know who took the green pop. 
Yeah, said Tiger. It was Obi, right? The animals all looked at Don McPond, waiting expectantly. And do you think Don agreed? Do you know who the real popsicle thief is? Take a minute and see if you can figure it out. the raccoon said he had blue pops and he had a blue tongue. Blue is a primary color, meaning it can't be made by mixing other colors. Does that mean he's telling the truth? Obi the owl said he had a blue pop and a yellow pop. What color do you get when you mix yellow and blue? Does his story add up? Leroy the dog said he ate two yellow pops and eats them in just a couple bites. So is he really tasting them? Is there anything else you know about how dogs see the world that might help Don McPond solve the mystery? Animals all looked to Don McPond, waiting expectantly. Sorry to say, the real popsicle thief is. Who? Oh, tell us. Come on. Say it. The real popsicle thief was Leroy the dog. The animals gasped. Leroy whined. What? It wasn't me. I would never. I believe you, said Don McPond. You ate the pop, but you didn't do it on purpose. What do you mean? asked Tiger. What about Obi's green tongue? Ah, said the turtle detective. Obi ate a yellow pop and a blue pop. When you mix yellow and blue together, you get green. He was telling the truth. But I was telling the truth, too, said Leroy. You were, or at least you thought you were, Don said. I happen to know, though, that dogs are mostly colorblind. What we see as red and green, dogs can only see as gray and yellow. Wow, said Tiger. I had no idea. Well, I guess I never thought about it before, said Leroy. But I just thought we all saw the same colors. Well, we don't, said Don gently. All of our eyes are built a little differently. For instance, I can see underwater. Tiger, you and Bandit can see really well at night, and Obi can see super far away. And I can't see green, Leroy said. 
burying his face in his paws. Oh, I'm sorry, tiger. I didn't mean to eat your pop. Oh, that's okay, buddy, said tiger. It was an honest mistake. I'm sorry for accusing you all. It's okay, said Obi. My tongue was green. You made an honest mistake, too. They all grinned at each other. Oh, you want to finish our picnic now? Asked Bandit. I got some sandwiches, some chips, and grapes. Did you say grapes? Don McPond asked, licking his scaly lips. He sure did, Tiger smiled. Do you want to join us? Mm-hmm, I'd love to. And they all had a pleasant picnic together for the rest of the afternoon. Another happy customer and another case solved by Don McPond, Turtle Detective. The End Today's story, Don McPond, Turtle Detective, was an original story inspired by Donald J. Sobel's beloved Encyclopedia Brown series, written for you by Daniel Hines, edited and produced for you by Andrew Martin, and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, get ad-free episodes and early access when you subscribe to our Wondery Plus Kids feed on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com shop, commission a special video on Cameo, follow us on Instagram at storiespodcast, or simply tell your friends about us. In case you missed it, Dan and I have a new show. On Stories RPG, we play games just like Starsworn with all your Max Goodname friends and Giga City Guardians featuring the brilliant Firefly. Click the link in the episode description or go to patreon.com slash stories RPG to get ad-free episodes, play-along games, and coloring books. We've already got a bunch of episodes over there, so check them out now. Thanks for listening. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Stories Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids in Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to tell you about the brand new season of the podcast, Music Land Stories. Music Land Stories is a weekly podcast for kids that takes you on an adventure through the universe of Music Land. The musical Easter eggs and epic stories are sure to be tons of fun for the whole family. Take a listen to what's in store. I'm the conductor, and now... On a brand new season of Musicland Stories, I'm going to take you all the way down to the ocean floor of the deep blue sea. And I've recruited a new crew of sonic expeditioners that I can't wait for you to meet. Together, we're on an underwater odyssey to capture the song of the last Leviathan, a giant sea creature who splished and splashed beneath the sea for thousands and thousands of years. Listen to the newest season of Music Land Stories, airing weekly every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.